<laughs> I was going to, uh, you know, I'm studying a book of Revelation on Sunday mornings, and we've been, going, we've been going through the seven churches, but I had my message all prepared, and I mean, I was ready to go and the Laodicean church, and the Holy Spirit says, I'm going to change that message until I want you to give something to encourage the people this morning with this new year that's coming up. And I think everyone needs encouraging right now. Don't you think so? Amen. I hate when, uh, when I have a message all prepared and I've spent hours studying that message and you wake up in the middle of the night and the Holy Spirit says, put that down. I want you to do this. And I says, oh boy, what am I going to say? Holy Spirit, I will give you what to say in that hour. You just be obedient. Okay. But Happy New Year, everyone. I pray that you would prosper and be in good health as your soul prospers this year. What will this new year bring? Or what will you bring to the new year? Will it stay the same? Will it get better? Will it get worse? Only time will tell. But nothing catches God by surprise. We simply have to trust him, not only in good times, but especially now in the bad times. We've reached a point in our Christian life that you either trust God or you don't. We say we do. We are living in the end times and anything can happen and we must trust him no matter what. Not man. Man does not have the answer. Jeremiah 17, 5 through 7. Thus said the Lord, cursed is a man who trusts in man and makes man his strength, whose hearts depart from the Lord. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert. And shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a sawed land, which is inhabited. But he said, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, and whose hope is in the Lord. He shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spread out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green, and it will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will it cease to yield fruit. In trying times, we must have faith, especially now, because you are going to need it. There are many changes and there are many adjustments going forward. Do you have faith? Where is your faith? Where have you placed your faith? We also, in a negative world, we want to try to, as best as we can, keep a positive attitude. The Bible said we walk by faith and not by sight. Some people have that backwards. Some people walk by sight and not by faith. But the Bible said we walk by faith and not by sight. The Bible said the just shall live by faith. The Bible said without faith, it's impossible to please him. Because he that comes to God must believe that he is and a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. I don't know what, holds, what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. 
And because he lives, as the song says, I can face tomorrow. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts that I have toward you, that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. We should be very, very thankful for that, that you have a future and you have a hope. You should be thankful that we have a future because the world doesn't have that. They don't have that hope. That's why they act in the way they are. They don't have the hope that you have. They don't have the peace that you have. They are trying to find peace and hope in drugs, alcohol, whatever they can find, temporary peace. They are trying, they are searching. But we have a peace and a hope. And we can give that hope to them by befriending people, by loving people, and preaching the gospel. We are to reach as many people as we can before the rapture and not to hide our light. People today are looking for answers. And guess who's got the answer? We do. I'm hoping and praying for a revival like the world has never seen. And I hope it starts here at this church. I hope it starts with me. I hope it starts with you. Revival has never started with the unbeliever. Revival has always started with the believer. We should be, we should be a problem for the devil in these last days. The church should be storming the gates of hell in these last days. We should be snatching as many out of the fire as possible. This is our time as believers, as a church, to move forward. As the world seems to collapse and crumble around us, we will keep doing what we've always done. People ask me, well, what is the New Year's going to bring and what is the vision for the church? The vision for the church is to continue to do what you always done is to preach the word of God and to preach truth and to stand for righteousness and to tell people as many as you can about the gospel. What people need today is truth because people are hearing enough lies floating around out there until people don't know what to believe anymore. People have lost Faith in our leaders. But don't you lose faith in God because he's always faithful. God wants to use all of us in these last days to go and tell the good news because the world has heard enough bad news. Well, people ask, well, why don't God do something? Can he see the world is going to hell in a handbasket? Can he see what's going on? Yes, he see what is going on and he's working out something. He's allowing bad things to happen. Maybe he's waiting for the world to repent and turn to him. When things were going good, the world didn't. Maybe they will now. Time will tell. God is not responsible for all the evil behind this world. God is not doing this. 
Satan is doing it, but God is allowing it to happen, hopefully to break people and people will turn to him. God might get blamed for it, but he's not doing it. Things can only change in people's lives is when their hearts change. If they turn to God for rep- and repent. And I do not see the world repenting, do you? I see things getting worse. If the world keeps, if the world keeps doing the same thing, if the world keeps on the same path and doing the same evil and doing the same evil, we're going to get the same results in 2021 as we got in 2020. It will be the same or not worse. I hear people say, oh, I would be so glad when things return to normal. You know what? Things may not never return to normal. Unless the world repent, unless the world repent, you will see the same problems in 2021 as you did in 2020. But we know that Jesus is the answer for the world today. Yes, the church, the body of Christ is under attack. Churches are under attack. Pastors are under attack. We can't expect the enemy to attack the believer, to attack the church, because we are the only ones that can come against him and stop him. He's already got the world going to hell in a handbasket, and he knows it. What he wants to do is to silence the church, shut the church down, shut the church up, because we have a message that can change the world, is that gospel. So don't think it's something strange when you get an attack. You are a threat to the kingdom of darkness. You are a threat to Satan's kingdom. He already has the world in the palm of his hands. We are the only one that can stop him, and he knows it. So you can expect opposition in these last days. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You got the power. We should expect his attacks, not that we're doing something wrong, but maybe you're doing something right. Wherever the word of God is being preached, and it's always been this way, even the book of Acts. Wherever the word of God has been preached, there has always been opposition. Satan don't want the word of God preached. So, of course, he's going to try to stop it. But he can't. Oh, but the vaccine is the mark of the beast. I don't know who told you the vaccine is not the mark of the beast. OK, come on. A lot of people say, oh, the vaccine is a market. No, it's not. Read, I'll show you in the Bible. Anyway, we, we, are to, we are to penetrate the darkness. We are to move forward and stand for truth, and we are to never retreat. Never. We are to, we are to run, like the song said, we are to run to the darkness. Paul says, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, remember those things which are behind and reach forward to the things which are ahead. 
you, you can't keep looking back to 2020 because you can't change it. Even I figured that out. You can't change 2020. Paul said, I press toward the goal. We got to go forward now. Paul said, I, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I'm looking forward to 2021 because I cannot change what happened in 2020, but I can do some damage to the kingdom of darkness in 2021. People say, oh, it's a new year. It's a new year. It doesn't necessarily mean that things are going to get better. So let's get prepared to stand. Let's get prepared to stand in faith. Let's get prepared to trust God no matter what. Let's stand on his premises. Let's stay in his word. Let's draw strength from his word. Let's build our faith. Let's obey his word. Let your prayer life be better than ever. And above all, you keep going. You keep going. And, you know, encourage other people too. some people are discouraged. Even some believers are discouraged. If God lays somebody on your heart. Pick up, up the phone and call them. Uh, just do, reach out to each other. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. So a man sharpens the countenance of a friend. We get blessed when we serve others. We don't want to be self-centered. We want to be other-centered. We don't want to be so full of ourselves that we can't see other people's needs. They don't have to even go to this church. If another person in another church is struggling, and that means he's your brother and he's your sister. No matter what church he goes to, no matter what denomination he goes to, if he is born again, he is in the body of Christ and he is going to heaven and he is your brother and your sister. I have, I have people call me all the time that doesn't go to this church, but they need encouragement. They need prayer. Don't matter what church you go to, as long as you're in the body of Christ, as long as you're saved, God bless you, man. You hang in there and don't you quit. We'll minister to you anyway. And if there's any way we can help you, if you're watching this by YouTube or Facebook, if there's any way we can help you, you call. We'll pray with you and we will stand with you. But you can minister also to other people. That's why Pastor Joel and I, we are the last ones to leave this church on Sunday morning. We are the first to get here. We get here at 9 o'clock and sometimes it's 1 before we get out of here. Why? Because if there's someone here got a problem, if there's someone here got a need, if there's someone here needs prayer, we're going to stick around and we're going to make sure that every person is ministered to before we leave. See, I can always eat later. It don't make no difference to me. Matter of fact, I've been eating too much these last days. I better, I better get out and start getting some exercise around here. We are to serve others. Chuck Smith said one time, he says, love people, serve people, encourage people, or get out of the ministry. If you put the people first, your needs will be met. The world is divided, but the church should come together in unity, especially now. 
New year, it's a new start, new perspective, new priorities. I think we have to keep our priorities straight. We have to take inventory of our spiritual life in 2020. Did your prayer life, was it stronger? Is your faith stronger? Is your faith growing now? Are you, are you growing in the word of God? Are you obedient? We should take inventory. How much time did I spend in God's word? How consistent was my prayer life? Did my witness bring anyone to Christ? Take inventory. Did my giving reflect my heart for God? Was Sunday school and was Sunday worship a priority in my life? So how was your spiritual life last year? And what changes can you make this year to make it better? As we consider this this year, what did God do in you and what did God do through you? You can't, well, you can spend this year, if you choose to, looking back at your failures, looking back at your poor choices, looking back at mistakes you've made, looking back at your wrong decisions. You don't want to keep looking back. People that look back, they might go back. Looking back can be healthy or it can be unhealthy. It depends on how you handle it. Looking back to learn and not to repeat the same things, okay. You look back, you might have made some wrong decisions. You say, okay, I learned from my mistakes and I'm not, I'm not going to repeat those. Looking back at, it, at how you want to change some things, nothing wrong with that. The good news in the midst of all this is that we have, we have the greatest opportunity as a church of a lifetime to live out our faith in such a way that we stand out. The believer will stand out into the world. He will stand out. Some people make New Year's resolutions. I never make them because I just don't keep them. But it's nothing wrong with setting goals, is it? It's nothing wrong with planning. You got to have some kind of plan, but you got to be flexible enough for God to change those plans if he likes. I think Luke 5 explained it when Jesus told Peter to Lunch out into the deep for a catch. Peter said, I've been here all night and caught nothing. But that's your word, I'll, I'll do it. And you know the story. He was obedient. After he obeyed, after he had done this, he caught more fish than he's ever seen in his entire life. And he knew it was a miracle. He fell on his knees and he said, depart from me, Lord, because I'm a sinful man. I think it's a lot of us have to launch out into the deep. A lot of people, they play it safe their whole Christian life. They never change. They never do anything different. They never step out. 
Peter could have said, listen, I'm the fisherman and you're a carpenter. I fished this lake all my life and you're going to tell me how to fish? Peter didn't expect to catch anything. But he was obedient and the miracle came. What do you think God is telling you to do this, this year coming up? We have to leave our comfort zone and launch out into the deep to find God's will. Everything I've ever done, and I've been in ministry almost 40 years, but everything I've ever done was a step of faith. Was a step of faith. Everything. And God only gives me that much. And he watches and sees what I'm going to do with it. But if I never take that first step, he won't give me the second one. That first step is scary, too, because you don't know what's going to happen. You have to step out there and trust God. When God first called me to Tacoma, I didn't even know what Tacoma was. I didn't know what, never heard of no Tacoma. I didn't know anybody out here. But we came out here and God's been faithful for almost 40 years. I never would have found out unless I stepped out. So you got to step out to find out. Leave your comfort zone. Launch out into the deep. We don't like change, do we? We don't like change. We like to do the same thing year in and year out with no change. We pretty much set in our ways. But God says, you want to see something? Launch out into the deep. I'll show you a miracle. He's probably telling some people here right now, launch out into the deep. Many times the doors doesn't open until you starts moving. I was at Fred Meyer last week and I was standing there and I was just watching that door. And that door never opened. I sat there and watched that door. It never opened. I'm just standing there watching that door and that door never opened until I started moving toward that door. And the door came open. Maybe God is telling you, man, to get moving. It's easy to, it's easy to direct a person when he's moving. It's easy to drive a car when the car is moving. But when the car is sitting still, you can't stir it. God has said, get moving. We have to step out as Peter did. I want to keep moving. Never seen a church this small to be so generous. Never seen it. Never seen it. You, you guys, YouTube, Facebook, you guys that are giving to this church, Jewish voice, we happen to Jewish people. We send thousands of dollars over there. Church this small. Karenet. Girls ain't going in there pregnant, killing their babies. Karenet going in and talk them out of it. You are doing that through your giving. When they have a fire in California and Texas and Colorado, we send thousands of dollars. It comes in, we send it out. It comes in, we send it out. Why? Because if you cannot give God, you cannot do it. A church this small. So I want to thank you guys for your encouragement, your financial support this year. Because what you are doing 
You are storing up treasures in heaven. Did you know that? If someone comes to Christ and gets saved through Jewish voice or gets saved through Karenet or Samaritan's Purse, that means that your finances had a part in it and you're going to get great rewards in heaven. That's what it means. God was so faithful to us, brought us through. If you really want to be blessed this year, you got to keep your priorities straight. You have to keep your priorities. You got to get your priorities in order. Now, you know, the first place has got to be the Lord. He's got to be first place in your life. He is not going to be second. He's first place in every, if, 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 it's, if that's out of order, if God is not first place in your life, and if he is out of order, then everything else is going to be out of order. Everything else. You got to stay focused. You got to keep your eyes on things above. You got to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. You got to set your mind on things above and not on things on this earth. Therefore, we do not lose heart, Paul said, even though our, our man is perishing, yet the inner man is being renewed day by day. For our light afflictions, which is but for a moment, is working for us a more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at things which are seen, but things which are not seen, for the things that are seen are temporary, but the things that are not seen are eternal. For our citizenship, brothers and sisters, is in heaven. This is not your home. You're just passing through. Did you know that? That's why the Bible said, don't lay up treasures on earth. You got to leave all this stuff, no matter how rich you are. Jesus said, what shall it profit a man if he gains the world and loses his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? All the money in the world is not going to do you a bit of good when you stand before God. None. You cannot buy your way into heaven. Store up treasures in heaven, man. The Bible says in Hebrews 12, we're in a race. Run that race. It says lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily beset us, that ensnares us. Anything that's slowing you down, you got to run that race. Why? Because you only get one chance at this. You're only going to go this way once. The end of your life, you can't reverse it. You can't turn around and say, oh, I wish I could have, would have. It's too late. You go this time. And you know, James said life is like a vapor. You're here for a short time and boom, it's gone. Paul said he fought a good fight. He finished his course. He kept the faith. There's a lot of things to worry about if you allow yourself to worry about it. There's a lot of things today that can steal your joy, that can steal your peace. But that will not change the future. Worry will not change anything. The, the, the word worry means to Choke or to strangle. 
it will choke all the joy and all the peace out of you. Whatever is going to happen cannot stop by worrying. The key to peace is to accept what you cannot change and put the rest in God's hands and move on, man. Whenever you start to worry, you start to pray. Turn your worry into trust. Say want us to worry. If we do, you will not be effective. You will not be effective for Jesus Christ. I can defeat myself by the way I think. I can defeat myself if I start worrying. Believe it or not, God wants you to have peace. He wants you to be happy. Although we live in a negative world, you can, you can be just as happy right now as you want to be. We can dwell on the negative all the time. How can we dwell on the negative all the time and expect to live positive lives? We want to start out the new year with a good attitude, a positive attitude. And you get to choose your own attitude. Attitude has a great impact on, others, on other people's lives. Attitude can make you or break you. A good attitude is catching. A good attitude is catching and a bad attitude is catching. A good attitude will win friends. Influence people. People like to be around people with good attitudes. I know I do. Encouraging attitudes. But bad attitudes turns people off. Change your attitude toward other people and other people will change their attitude toward you. Look for the good in life. And all the negativity. I stay in my house and I look in my refrigerator and I got food. I have shelter. I have a car. You know, God has promised to meet our needs, not our greed. A lot of things you just don't have to have. If, while I'm on this, it just came to mind that if you, can, if you can get out of debt this year, do it. Live within your means in 2021. If you can't afford, if you can't afford it, don't buy it. Now, if you can't afford it, hey, man, do your thing. I know too many people on my street got these fancy cars, but they can't drive them because they can't afford to put gas in them. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses. You know how much money you got coming in every month, and you know how much money you got going out. Live within your means. Because things are going up. Prices are going up. We ought to be wise as serpents, but gentle as doves. Look for the good, though, in a, negative, in a negative world. I believe there are fresh opportunities in 2021 that awaits all of us. If all we have to do is open our eyes and look for them. This world is not secure. The only security that you're going to have is in Jesus Christ. And nothing else. And nothing else. There's no time to fear. There's no time to panic. But it's a time to trust. 
It's the time to have faith. With all the uncertainty and fear caused by the coronavirus gives the Christians an unprecedented opportunity to share our faith and to live out our faith and to share hope and encouragement to a dying world. And I look at people's faces and they're like dead men walking. There's no time. This is our time to go forward and there's no better time now than to share the love of Christ to a dying world. The church, the church is sitting around waiting on God and God is waiting on the church. How shall they hear? Except they have a preacher. Who's the preacher? You are. Every believer, you haven't got to be behind a pulpit. When you leave out of here, when you leave, go out of those doors, when you leave out of this church today and go out those doors, you are a threat to the enemy. And he knows it. That's why he don't like you. And that's why he's going to give you the hard time. He's going to try to destroy your faith if he can. But we don't fear the enemy. We have power over him in Jesus' name. Opportunities. Contrary to popular belief, judgment has already started. It started. I am praying for the unbeliever, and I am praying also for the believer to wake up and seize the moment and preach the gospel like never before. That is the only hope for mankind. But we got to be ready, alert. We got to watch, look for open doors. We got to look for hurting people. Hurting people are everywhere. My son works for Safeway. He said, he said sometimes in one week they will, they will sell thirty dollars or $40,000 worth of alcohol in one week. Just alcohol. Because people don't know how to cope. So they turn to the bottle. We have to let people know that we care. If, if you're going to win people and be a good evangelist, you have to love people. You have to have compassion for people. If I can look at my heart, and if I don't have compassion for people, there's something wrong with me on the inside. People don't care how much you no, until they see how much you care. And if God is going to move in 2021, he's going to move through you and he's going to move through me. So go to your family. You got family members, some of you right here, that's not saved. Don't separate yourself from your family members. If they are not Christians, so, so what? You still go and you show the love of Christ. Because if you show the love of Christ, it's going to stand out. There's people on your street, in your neighborhood, on your job. Let's get ready to move out. The Bible says, sanctify the Lord in our hearts and always be ready to give an offense. For the reason and the hope that lies within us with meekness and in fear. The Bible says, he that wins souls is wise. The world have heard from the White House. Now the world need to hear from the church house.
the church house can give them hope. We are called to do the work of an evangelist. God is allowing, this, is allowing this crisis not only to get the unbelievers' attention, but also to get the believers' attention. We got to seize this moment. Could it be a wake-up call? Not only for the unbeliever, but also for the believer to go and tell. If not you, then who? If, not, if it's not now, then when? We may never get another opportunity like this. Jesus never told the unbeliever to come to us. He told us to go to the unbeliever. The Great Commission, he says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. The Great Commission should be top priority right now. If you believe that man is a is that eternal being and will spend eternity either in hell or heaven. The top priority right now is to go and tell. The church is not, a, is not this building. The church are the people. The church has become comfortable and asleep behind four walls. Someone has said that the problems in the world are opportunities for the church. We may shine our light. We must shine our light, especially now, and not hide it. The world needs us. Whether they believe it or not, the world needs you. Your neighbor needs you. Let's go and tell. The world, are looking for, the world is looking for peace and safety, and we can tell them how to find peace and how to find safety. We should be we should be encouraged this morning, not discouraged. Believers should, be the, believers should be the most encouraged people this morning because we are seeing prophecy being fulfilled before your very eyes. God hasn't forgot about us. You're not by yourself. He didn't ask you to do this alone. The Bible says apart from him, we can do nothing. We are living in the last days and the rapture could happen at any time. And I think that's very encouraging. Keep praying, my brothers and sisters. Many people have used the excuse that they don't have time to pray. Well, they can't say that. They can't say that now. Since all the people are at home. I've heard people say, I don't have time to pray. Well, you got time to pray now because you're at home a lot. You can pray now. God wants to, God wants us to have his peace. He wants us to have his joy. In spite of the circumstances. Unless you trust God, you will be unstable and you, you will become easily frustrated. God is greater than the storms you may face in 2021. God is teaching us how to trust him. Circumstances have the final, it doesn't have the final say. God has the final say and God will have the final word. God promises and his purpose will have the final say in the end. 
No matter how bad things get, no matter how things, bad things look, the wisest thing we can do is to trust God through it all. So let's stay focused on the, on the word, on his promises. His word is always true. His word will never change. You, and you can stand on his word. Because of many people never step out, you never really find out what you are capable of. Each one of us need to obey God when he wants us to step out and do something new. Many doors of opportunity are opening up to share the gospel. Do what God asks you to do. Don't worry about the other person. Maybe God might tell the other person to do something different. You just do what he tells you to do. So many people play it safe and they miss God's will. When I come to the end of my life, And say, I don't want to say, well, I was safe, but now I'm sorry that I didn't tell more people. This can be your year. Sometimes you got to try new things. I encourage you to launch out into the deep and you will find the catch. Or you can stay in your comfort zone. Ask him to make clear what he wants you to do and obey it. It is time for the church to take the lead, not the government. It's time for the church to take the lead, not the government. Let us go out and change this world with the gospel. Let us keep, let us keep the course, stay the course. Keep your eyes on the goal. Keep your eyes on the finish line.